Good day, buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for a Holly Kaneet, a weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. Each week, we take a brand new release and let you know what we think about it. And you already know, I'm your host, Stephen, and that means one thing: it's another spam episode. You're getting a full serving, a full course of spam this week. Um, but yeah, I'll just not delay any further and bring in another member of Spam, uh, Alan Mark. How are you doing? Hello. Venture uh, this prior could be better, but then overall, like not awful. So yeah, yeah, okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, just a little under the cool. weather, but uh, yeah, it's not it's not bad. Okay. Yeah, it's good to hear. Yeah. Um, how, how have you? How are you? How have you been? I'm doing pretty well. I really, yeah, I don't have much to say since last week. I don't think there's a ton that's new. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's been, I don't know, to me, it feels like it's been a long time since last Wednesday or last right? week when we recorded this. Yeah, but yeah. No, I feel that. Also, that this week is also going by quickly, but it feels, yeah, maybe that's why it feels mm-hmm. like it's been so long. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Today it was pretty warm in the city. It got up to nearly sixty. Ooh, a nice sixty <laughs> for February. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh but I think it's going back to thirty something tomorrow. Mm, yeah. That, that's Yeah. It's been nice here in the Bay too. I think it's hit like the seventies, the like low seventies over the weekend. Uh, the sun's been out, though I think it's going to rain again tomorrow, uh, at least as of us recording. Uh, but, but yeah, it's it's been nice. It's, it's nice when both of us in the opposite sides of the country yeah. experience nice weather for February. Yeah. Uh, there's always like a week or a couple of days in the winter where it, it gets up. But um, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I don't know what to... Talk about it, I go to weather. So. <laughs> apparently, uh, apparently we yeah. have this small talk, even though we've been friends <laughs> for so long. <laughs> oh man, um, what? Yeah, I mean, um, over the weekend, uh, over here, uh, the house we celebrated our friend of the show and friend of ourselves as human beings, Mark. <laughs> it was his birthday, so uh, we hung out here. Um, also, they, uh, he, and his. Uh, partner uh girlfriend they ended up adopting the foster dog that's here at least they're planning to they sent the email it seems like they're able to work that out so uh, the dog's already here which is great uh but yeah so there's gonna be a new dog in the house for at least a while and this one is a pup like she's one years old uh uh pitbull mostly probably has some scottish Mm -hmm. terrier in there she's very Mm -hmm. cute so or everyone's very excited (laughs) Oh, that's very exciting. Yeah. Um, that does remind me. 
I got a text from said uh, partner oh. of Mark <laughs> about yeah. how I guess he, he danced, uh, or I guess I taught him the dance to the Wonder <laughs> Girls Nobody, which he performed at a wedding, I guess, or he uh, did at a wedding. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Point. It's, uh, yeah. So, our friend, the friend of the show does uh, Vicky in Ovatome Shimai. Uh, and then it was Vika's <laughs> yeah. uh, wedding that he danced at to also the other host of Otome Shimai. So <laughs> check them out. Uh, yeah. Check out that podcast, especially if you love Otome games. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> also, uh, she always texts you random things whenever, whenever <laughs> your name like- is brought up in our house. She always texts you. <laughs> yeah yeah i was like looking at the text like when did i hear from her last and then it was around christmas time like when you were all together yeah yeah Um, i think the one before that was a taco bell mention (laughs) we were talking about taco bell oh yeah just something oh my gosh yeah (laughs) yeah um that's, that's what our house is like honestly yeah that's fun um i got to play with a corgi over the weekend which was nice oh so, that's nice that's so fun yeah um but yeah i didn't really uh spend time around dogs in a while so that was very very nice Oh, that's very nice yeah this house always has a dog because this house is always fostering uh my housemates um are like in uh-huh. a facebook group and working with uh oakland animal shelter so whenever they need someone to foster this house has usually been um uh like a place to do that there have been like the two first dogs that fostered in this house were foster fails where ultimately the house adopted both of them um but they were both very old and had a lot of health stuff so they both passed away at some point uh Mm -hmm. but since then so since early 2023 it's just been like a revolving door of dogs in this house um yeah and then this one this one stuck so it looks like it's another foster fail on our part (laughs) wow okay that's good too (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. um cool one of my favorite dog accounts was uh show me show me nudes it's that uh (laughs) noodle the pug um and then it, he, the, Noodle passed away recently, mm-hmm. or I think, and then, but the owner, uh, he's been fostering pugs and mm. his most recent one was from the pug rescue of Korea. Ooh. And ever, he briefly adopted the pug, but then he decided ultimately to, uh, give it or like have, find another home for it. Mm. And then it, he just got adopted. So that oh, was nice great. also, that's but great. yeah, uh, yeah um yeah why don't we uh just uh get into our episode then yeah let's week. do that yeah okay <laughs> cool uh so we do have a release that we're gonna talk about as usual uh probably like one of the ones that's been out longer than we tend to uh mm. like when we decide to record so um but before we get to it we of course have to mention some of the other things that came out in my section uh segment called uh steven's uh specials of the week uh wow and i will do it <laughs> thank yeah, you go, go ahead <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> it's my specials of the week. I got what you want. I got what you need. This. Oh man, I feel, I'm sure I've tossed it to myself before. You definitely have. Every time. There was like just, a good two months one... when Chuck was in a row that we had to yeah. do this ourselves. This one felt weird. Okay. Anyway, uh, this week's uh, a lot of a lot of new groups. I got uh, this is an this is like oops all rookies this week. <laughs> um, couple debuts starting on uh, oh wait starting on Sunday this week. Uh, last week I included Saturday, so we're doing uh, weekends now. <laughs> but Sunday, uh, we have a comeback from the group X in. It's called The Real. It's a mini album, and the title track is called No Doubt. This is their second mini album. Uh, it has four tracks, including the pre-release song, My Idol. Uh, all of the lyrics are by Control X, who composed all the songs with uh, Choi Ji-ho, Yu Dahyun, Song Yoon-sub, and Crux Beats. So uh, go check that out from Xin. Uh, the next release is on Monday from Clave. Uh, it's a mini album called Asterum 134-1 and the title track Way for Love. And that's number four, uh, L-U-V. This is their second mini album. Uh, there are six tracks, including their song from December, Mary Polistmas. And a song actually called Virtual Idol. Mm. Um, the group is credited for composing, uh, writing, and for the chorus on all of the songs. And uh, other credits include El Capitan, uh, The Vendors People, Revin, Yezi, Sakazan, Yol, and View Horse. Um, so yeah, another second mini album from a group. Uh, moving on to Tuesday, come back from the group Mont or M O N T. It's called I D G A F. Uh, mini, and it's a mini album title track of the same name. This is actually their first comeback since 2020. Uh, not including like any of their activity from peak time, but yeah, really their own only music since then. Um, and it's their fourth mini album with four songs, one of them being a solo by the leader Nara-chan. Uh, credits include member Rhoda on all songs, as well as Dint, Eugene, Nara-chan, uh, Flower Garden, and Grill Lion. But welcome back to Mont. Um, our last two are from Wednesday, and they're both debuts. First up is a group called Nomad, with a mini-album called Nomad, uh, and there are two title tracks, No Pressure and California Love. Um, so Nomad is a five-member boy group from Nomad Entertainment. <laughs> and their name means Need Our Microphone and Dances. So <laughs> very, like, very authentic, classic K-pop. Um, if we look at the credits, we see member Doi has credits on lyrics for the whole thing, um, including just by himself. He's also composed and arranged uh, alongside some pretty well-known names and credits, uh, including the Aristocrats. We have three Cha Cha Malone songs. Uh, Jera Gibson, 
someone named DK and then someone named PK Gara de Getting Seze. I know I've said him before. Um, Moon Kim and more. But good luck to Nomad. And yeah, excited for it to, to hear what the Cha Cha Malone songs are. Um, but lastly, the other debut is the sixth and final subunit of NCT NCT Wish with a single album called Wish um, with this single Wish. And uh, there are both Korean and Japanese versions of the of the songs. Um, Wish and the B-Side Sail Away, and they are under the direction of their producer, Boa, uh, and Ooh. I can't think of anyone better to uh, lead them. Um, I, because I think, I don't know, there maybe is going to be a focus on Japan with this yeah, group. Yeah, is this uh, like yeah. meant to be their NCT Japan that they I, announced I, I feel, years ago? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they actually performed at the SM. CU Palace mm. uh, oh, yeah, show in, in Tokyo recently. Yeah. Um, I think that was their stage debut. Um, but yeah, they, they have Boa leading them. Um, and on their track list, also some big names, according to Genius, including Kenzie Cassiopeia, Sunny J. Mason, Jean Jin, Jane, Emily Yonso Kim, Honso. And then uh, both George and Ira Gershwin, I guess Ooh. SM favorites. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, good luck and welcome to uh, NCT Wish. Um, those have been my specials of the week. Nice. Yeah, I was Oof. also looking. Apparently, their Wikipedia page says that they're managed by both SM Entertainment and AVEX Tracks. Ah, AVEX so Tracks. Looks like, okay, yeah, it's a lot okay. of focus in Japan, it seems like, which cool. Yeah, but both Japanese and Korean for this release. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I wonder if they'll do that going forward or if it's going to be like Japanese first and then Korean. Like, <laughs> the, or, I don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, we do have a release by a singer we haven't covered since an album mm-hmm. or her full length album uh, a couple of years ago. Um, so uh, why don't you tell us what she has been up to since then in your segment? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'll take it away for now so you don't have yeah. to worry about transitions anymore. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, so I'm ready to spice up this episode by adding a little dash, a little dash of, uh, I guess a pod favorite of ours. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is Ayu, and then she released an album recently, so of course we really wanted to talk about Ayu once again. Um, yeah, you mentioned the last time we talked about her was her full album release of Lilac back in March 2021, so almost three years oh my gosh yeah it's been a while um but in those three years what has she been up to um she had another music release in 2021 on december 29th she did release the digital ep pieces uh which eventually did get a physical release the following march in 2022 in concurrence with the release of her first documentary pieces 29th winter uh, sort of like uh, as a farewell to her 20s, I feel like that year was a big thing about 
saying bye to her 20s uh i think even though in that span that's when korea started taking on international ages so yeah (laughs) that changed a little bit but anyway uh the following years after that uh iu would focus more on her acting career with 2022 the biggest focus being the film broker that she was in directed by hiro kazu koreeda uh it was featured in the 75th Cannes Film Festival. Uh, was nominated for the Palme d'Or for that. Uh, and uh, also in that year's 27th Chunsa International Film Festival, uh, IU won Best New Actress for her performance in that film that year. So, uh, yeah, very like well-acclaimed film that year. I remember when it was coming out. So um, it was cool seeing hey. IU in, like, in something that was as critically acclaimed. Yeah, I recently watched it. I think Ooh. I think last month and I I did like it, although I was thinking more about the direct I think I liked his previous feature before this mm-hmm. one, but more than this, but it, it's still good. Mm-hmm. Uh and yeah, uh I'd recommend it. I and she is very good in it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard very good things about her performance in it, so um yeah, I think I even remember watching like seeing I don't know if it was tweets or TikToks of people saying like, oh, yeah, her performance is like could like dark horse nominations for some awards. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, but I don't think it was a big enough film for for that. But yeah, it's still very exciting. Uh, on the film side, again, still in 2023, uh, you performed in the sports comedy drama Dream alongside Park Sejun, uh, directed by Lee Byung-hyun. So, uh, yeah, lots of films uh, going on those years. Uh, so that was really cool. Uh, late 22 also, it was reported and confirmed that IU was in a relationship with actor Lee Jong-suk. I remember that was a big deal. Um Probably breaking hearts of many, but also probably fulfilling hearts of even more because I know probably everyone's very happy to see her be happy and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, sprinkle a little bit of, of news that I usually don't bring up. Mm. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, 2024 now we see the return of IU's work with her own music. Uh, she was featured on uh, alongside August D's song in 2023 again. Um, but now she's back to her own releases. Uh, on January 24th, we saw the pre-release single Love Wins All. And then uh, Holshi in February 20- February 16th, all leading up to the release of her ninth Korean EP, The Winning, on February 20th, uh, including the third single, Shopper. Uh, and we're discussing that EP today. And it, I think we decided that we're just going to discuss all five tracks uh mm. just going straight from there so yeah very very excited to dig in yeah, it's been three yeah three years since we've like talked about a release it, mm. I, I can't believe it but uh yeah i guess i haven't kept up with her even like minimal music activity since then um and this is i guess it makes sense given all of her acting um and yeah. oh, she does also have that show, that like YouTube series, a show. Like she hosts. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I think uh, she had it for it, a little bit. I use Palette. That one is that the one you're thinking? Yeah. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. 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 But, yeah uh, she was doing like intermittently, that's... but it, I, don't, I remember yeah. it was super consistent for leading up to Lilac. I remember that. Um, less consistent since, but she's been busy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So 
yeah, we're just going to go in order of the song, starting with track number one called Shopper. What did you think of this song? I mean, immediately, the song brought me back, brought me into, like, Carly Rae Jepsen's emotion and dedicated albums. And I think it's already well documented how much I love Carly Rae Jepsen and those albums in particular. So um, it was hard not to love this song immediately. Um, And it's a sound and a vibe that suits IU very very well um so uh yeah it's sort of so there were like no surprises there and i think i use had like such a long ish career that like there's nothing really to prove and she's just making music that she wants to make um and put out and this is just like a nice um very pleasant ethereal song to have as a single to really like you know as someone that wants to, it seems like she really wants to continue pushing music out. Um, you know, it's a great, uh, well, technically this is, isn't the introduction back because it's the third single from the album. Mm. But, um, like as like the starting track on the album and I guess then officially like the album release single, uh, it, yeah, it was such a smart choice in my opinion. So yeah, but I, <laughs> immediately loved it yeah i was i also got the sense of like this is there's this throwback feeling where like i don't know maybe it was like the some early or late knots kind of era of of pop it's just very uplifting and Mm -hmm. i kept trying to think of how to describe it and i i say the word bright a lot in this podcast to describe songs and usually it's always more like bubblegum pop and, and that kind of uh style but i really think this song it, it there's a real brightness about it. it it i don't know it's like it reminds me of the way like sun reflects off of uh water like that Ooh. really almost blinding <laughs> like shimmering uh brightness um because especially in that chorus um i really like how they uh it's it's with the drums like there's it's like that little pause uh and it just gives it just gives a little emphasis to what what she's singing um so i i i mean it's a really nice song i i think it's a good single like with the release like the official drop of the album um but yeah it's like it's really hard not to just enjoy it mm-hmm. um yeah yeah i think a lot of that like what make like a lot of the arrangement the composition of it like it doesn't sound like world breaking in any way like the the drops you mentioned in the chorus are things we've heard and are like expected yeah but I don't think that detracts from the song at all of how good it is because it works. Like, I feel like the song isn't this song without those moments. And it matches so perfectly with the top line, which is just an incredibly written top line, uh, especially in that chorus that highlights uh, like her 
like her range very well. Um, things that we know that she can sing, but it's like it's always so pleasant to hear when <laughs> IU sings. Like yeah. when she brings it back up to the like the let's go then the da, 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 like she pushes it up to a higher in a register, which is like in a way that both melodically sounds so nice. Like, um, I don't know what the interval is, but it's a really well written one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then dropping back down to like that, like mid range for it's really well, well done. Uh, top line. Yeah. Um, I was just listening to it and I really liked kind of a quieter guitar, like the mm. electric guitar being played. Um, it didn't like, I feel like it was just there to kind of support everything. And it gave it, I think even an older kind of mm. feel like, like some eighties, maybe some Michael Jackson type of like his, his more poppy, like brighter songs. Um, so I really like that. It became more noticeable, I think in the bridge and it, uh, I think it was just one of those like things where y- you feel it just feels really good. So um, it's really kind of a simply put together song, but uh, just very well done. I don't know. Yeah, I I love that bridge. Also, uh, you touched like mm. you touched upon. I think the bridge might be my favorite part of the song, even though the chorus is just incredible. Uh, because it continues directly after the uh, the chorus, like it doesn't stop. And um, the arrangement wise, like the what they brought in and kept, it sounds really right. And even just the, I, I think I just already love the the, the translated line. It's nothing's useless for my victory, even your jealousy. I don't know exactly oh, yeah. what it means, but it sounds so good. Like the. The choice of words, especially keeping victory and jealousy in English, um, and how it works well um, with the cadence and in, like intonation of how she sings it, uh, it's just like it, it like scratches some like itch in my brain that's just like yeah, that's like just right, like that yeah. was written just in the correct way it needed to be. Yeah, and I think the song. I, I didn't look at a translation, but I feel like it's using shopping as, as kind of a metaphor or like something. Yeah. Um, oh, but... um, yeah. Uh, that metaphor, I actually watched, uh, she did like an online like self interview, uh, on her, uh, on her YouTube page that explains like what shopping is about. And it's, uh, yeah, it's like a metaphor for how, um, of like, when you're especially when you're a child and young you have like when you dream and aspire to be a lot of different things when you get older um it's sort of uh going up against how nowadays she's noticed how like kids don't aren't as like diverse in what they want to be when they're older like with the dreams and Mm -hmm. desires it's a lot like the same things like i want to be a celebrity i want to be an influencer or like just make good money as like a salary man or something um but then she was like what happened like why are we like limiting ourselves to what we want to sort of be 
uh, like with our dreams. So I think this is this song is written in that realm of like, you know, we have an expansive like imagination of what we can do. Like, you know, like even if you may not get there or even if people tell you like, don't do that, like that's not practical or whatever. Um, mm. It's like keep dreaming and keep that range expansive. Um, which was er, like when I was listen- watching the music video, reading the lyrics, I had no idea what it meant. But then yeah. when I when I heard her talk about that, I felt like it, um, like oh okay, that's a really nice like spin on like what mm-hmm. this song like being a shopper, like saying greed is free. What does that mean? Uh, apparently, it means like being greedy with what you want to do in your life and oh. the dreams that you hold within yeah. yourself. So yeah, okay that. That is pretty cool. I it kind of reminded me of this, uh, or what you were explaining just now. It just reminded me of uh, there was an op-ed in the New York Times. It was about like how like Gen Z or young people they adopt an aesthetic, but it's not like, and I I guess it's not like the same way she the the writer had a daughter, and uh, it's not like the same way she kind of had this whole identity around it when she was growing up and like her age um and and then i just looked into the comments to see like why what people were responding to see if they because often people will just be sort of contrarian against the writer but everyone was just saying like uh well it's just capitalism (laughs) why are are you are just like they have it's not like a fully fledged thing it's just a thing they want to consume and then uh it's not as they grew up with but um still let them have their fun or like yeah, yeah. enjoy what so. they can yeah. yeah well there were more comments but like those are um yeah. that stuck out anyway yeah but uh you did bring up the video uh i did watch it once um but i i I really like, I mean, a lot of visually this whole album had, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, what can we, let's just, uh, yeah, let's just get yeah, into I this. love this music video. It's so like, are you with like these more like cinematic music videos? It's always been, they're always so great. Ever since I remember uh, Good Day was one of the earlier ones she yeah. did. It's like, they're always so good. And this one, I think specifically even has, uh like it feels very like a24 mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah yeah um, um oh go ahead yeah yeah and, I was just, and hats off to dpr ian who not only started it but also directed the music video directed oh cool yeah oh nice um i was just gonna say there was a store or a, there is a store in the city called sunrise mart um but that which in the beginning mm-hmm. uh there's like the lit up sign but um they closed and i think they reopened but yeah mm-hmm. i was sad when they closed but then I, I don't know that's just what it reminded me of it was like this great little japanese store in the east village but mm. anyway um oh man so this this it was such a colorful yeah video it started off with some narration and man uh let's I, I loved her outfit in the beginning. She just, and like her sunglasses. I don't know. Just so much about this. Clearly, 
there was a vision and they they executed mm-hmm. um yeah the vibrancy so, of it is just it felt both like retro like so like people were dressed in what seemed like 50s 60s 70s style like influence outfits but um it still felt very like modern in ways which is really nice um but yeah just like the retro which i think ties back to uh like a lot of the carly ray jepson stuff i mentioned at the beginning Mm -hmm. of this um like yeah it's just such a lively uh vibrant uh aesthetic which is so satisfying in my opinion and i think i'm just i love colors and stuff so um it was really fun watching this yeah um okay i am like skipping through it right now and Okay, I'm trying to... <laughs> it's just like a lot that goes on. And yet, in each of these videos, there's like a, a story. And like, mm-hmm. I, lo- I always prefer usually the the videos with the plots. So even if I don't like get it. Yeah. Um, I don't it's, know. Yeah. I, I also had a problem. Like, I was trying to read the lyrics the subtitles as i was listening yeah. to it. but i kept like just wandering to watch the music video itself and then i'm like oh i missed the lyrics completely yeah, <laughs> yeah but oh man i was i was actually just so i this wasn't the first video i saw of the album but i was mm-hmm. so surprised like at how what like how well made everything was everything um, anyway yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. Were there any other like standout parts of the video? Um, um I liked the desert scenes a lot. Um mm-hmm. and I think it showcased uh I use like acting chops really fun in fun ways, especially when she was just like in the on the hood as uh deep uh deeper Ian was pushing the car. Um, because she, like she shows off with a lot of attitude and stuff like that as she's like has the map and the bat with her, but just like I'm just like this is <laughs> like this is yeah. my plan. We're doing what I need to do. You're just along for the ride as she's pushing this car, um, leading to like the desert and then all these like colors with the shop and fireworks and stuff. I'm like this is like just such so pleasant to watch. Yeah, it almost like the guy with the the guy with the rat at the stand with the glass uh-huh. the thick glasses and it was almost like the bioshock infinite it was reminding <laughs> me of that like not it's not like steampunk but kind of mm-hmm. yeah that the whole thing no um, I, I get it yeah yeah uh I, yeah i don't know i i need to just re-watch <laughs> it yeah um yeah and these these aisle these aisles in the store just so much cool. color vibrancy, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like it's great when the song and the music video like marry the same vibe very well because uh, it makes me feel good every time, both listening to the song just as is, and also just watching the music video. Like it's uh, standing alone on its own. It, they're great, but then together, it's like yeah, this is like. It's yeah. it's great no matter what permutation of it you you take in the song. Yeah. And I I feel like that's a good way to uh 
cap our uh, discussion mm. of the song. Uh, unless you had any last notes about Shopper song or video. Nah, I just feel good. Cool, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so why don't we just move on to track number two called Holoshi. This one, I would also say, is like, it, it starts off in a way that I wasn't sure what direction it would take. Um, but it was, it ended up sounding like, just like really cool. And like, um, I feel that like that pre-chorus, once they bring in those, those pads, I was thinking it could be on like a Chang'a album mm. or like, and I love them. How it's, it's kind of minimal throughout in the production. Um, or they'll just bring in some sounds here and there. Uh, I, I just really like that. Um, and how the, she has these interjections like, throughout that um i feel like they complement the other production sounds that you hear interspersed throughout the song um but yeah uh what are some of your thoughts yeah i yeah i like i mean you were touching it like it sounds different which is really nice um the beat which is not a lot but i like i love the i guess the arrangement of it like the instruments they chose the that very clunky wood block that is mm. pretty much there throughout the song is one of my favorite things. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, but even with like that clunky sound, the song overall feels very light in a very mm. like pleasant way, which makes sense. The song uh, Hoshi it means uh, dandelion seed, I think. Uh, so yeah, there's like a lightness of it beside, uh, in spite of that. Um, which was like interesting and different. It's different, but still like I felt like suited IU very well. Um, brought me back to Blue. I th- what's the song? Um, whenever more like hip hop inspired uh, oh. songs. Hmm. Um, I'll not look it sure. up. It's not, um, okay, but bl- not blooming. Which one is it? Um, uh, oh BB. Um, sort of like that. Like because that's also more empty um like it's not as like full of things mm-hmm. um but yeah um yeah that uh, that's my favorite like one of my favorite parts of the song along with those like full vocal arrangements and layering that yeah. she does it's like i think a lot of the lightness comes from that um and i think uh she also released uh the recording behind the scenes of uh when she did this so you could see her like record each like uh line of the different chords that it fills and it it's just so cool because it's so suiting for her voice uh that i just like can't like this is something that i really i found like i can't get enough of because it's so like quirkily catchy you know, mm-hmm. I especially loved all of that vocal layering. I think it's before the third 
verse and then you just hear it hurt it's just like just it's not like the main melody but then you hear the layers of her voice it's so cool um yeah i i you also touched on like one of her previous i guess hip-hop influence songs i actually i really enjoyed her brief like verse two on this i think it's not like she's trying to rap i guess but it's like I, i love her delivery still on it um yeah the vocal direction on her rap is really nice yeah it's laid back and it suits her vocal timbre very nicely especially when she doubles the track also it's yeah i feel like there's also a lot of personality in in it Mm -hmm. that comes out um in whatever this song's about i also didn't Mm -hmm. see a translation but like there's it's like a it's a character in in that part at least Mm um let's see yeah i don't know there's so yeah it sounds like it sounds great to just listen to different parts of the song like when i or like you'll hear the song i like listening to songs sometimes where i just focus on one thing and mm-hmm. here you can do that and like really pick apart each piece so i i i think this that's a great one to do it with um Let's see. Uh, we can go into the video. Uh, yeah, looks like another yeah. Los Angeles filmed. <laughs> yeah, and more like it's very also quirky and like mm-hmm. really colorful, really fun. Um, I guess I I just I think my favorite part of the video is just when she's just in that intersection, like mm-hmm. dancing with the kids and who pop out of like like they're hidden and then that someone had like that grass lawn blanket covering mm-hmm. them and then yeah. they throw it off I, I mean this part was just so so much fun um i don't know yeah how about you what what were some of your favorite parts or thoughts about it yeah, I it's just, I don't know if the like I have specific moments that I yeah. really enjoyed. It was just like I liked how strange it was, like in the like yeah the verses she had like the she had dancers around her whether they're kids or like professional dancers and then when the chorus hits is like oh now they're floating inflatable like people and like oh <laughs> like um but I think it's. I feel like it helps like tie into the sense of like freedom. I feel like the song exudes, which is really mm-hmm. nice. And I think like, you know, um, trying to dig into like the lyrics a little bit and what it means. Like it feels like the, like the lightness of being a dandelion seed is like um, when you get blown away, it's like in spite of, whatever hardships may be like blowing you away from where you're trying to be, you're going to still like end up somewhere, plant yourself mm-hmm. and become like another like dandelion, essentially another flower, um, which is like nice and uplifting in really like fun ways. And especially like bringing kids into the music video. It's like a nice, like, um, you know, visiting with the youth and being like, you know, even if you may fail or have a hard time with stuff as like, you know, you're, they'll have steps where, you can pick yourself back up and still grow and harbor the sense of like who you are nicely, you know? 
Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I, I like that a lot. Um, yeah. What else is there? I mean, you could even become like a float and, or like a yeah. cartoon character. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, yeah. I also like Tidewind that with that balloon at the end. Um, like the string is just like cut at the end of it, just allowing you to be free and fly around. I also love how that comes up and as abruptly as the song ends. The song ends really abruptly. Yeah, and it just ends. I feel like that is, yeah, that's the way this song was supposed to end, which is nice. Yeah, I I had that same idea or thought. Um, now, I, I had the video on and it, it just ended and the credits came up and mm-hmm. it is uh, DigiPetty. Oh, uh, I do like DigiPetty videos. <laughs> yeah. So that's makes sense. Um, yeah, I think, man, it, I guess they were in LA for a lot of this, Mm -hmm. uh, after that. Uh, so track number three, uh, is called Shh, featuring Hayen of New Jeans. Um, and two more singers, uh, Joel Wonson and the special, uh oh my gosh it's cut off the narration Uh, narration yeah by patty kim so uh, if you like kind of look at all of these singers it's like four generations Mm -hmm. um and this song i this song i really i i really like it's not about f not about l we got something else yeah um I didn't mention like this song. I really like it as well too. It's uh, it's bluesy in really fun ways, and the the different guitars that they have in it show that off really, really well. Um, but yeah, I think I want to get into uh, what you talked about with like the different generations of singers that just are in this song. Um, I think that ties into what I think the song is generally about, like the generational. Um, relationships she like between mother and daughter uh, generational trauma in a sense also which is really like um, interesting like cool seeing that in a k-pop song um, that's like so serious and that's where like that blues style really mm-hmm. slides in really really nicely um, but yeah like the marriage between the guitar and the melody that we hear with different voices of different ages and different timbres and styles is um it's just a really cool like concept overall uh yeah, yeah it, okay no go, go ahead. ahead yeah no you can uh go. yeah i remember i i clicked on on spotify i was like I was curious who they were, and then when I clicked on Patty Kim's name, it brought me to her artist page, and I I have listened to like a lot of her <laughs> albums while I'm just trying to find music, and uh, I guess I recognized her the album art before I like I guess I recognized the name immediately when I saw who was featured on the song. So that that was just so like. A cool thing that I, I I at least knew who one other person other than him was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, oh, yeah, I got it. I was then thought reminded of when New Jeans went on IU's show, and then 
Hen, of course, she sang uh, one of my 20 <laughs> favorite songs from last year, the 37 second long uh, Get Up. But um, I mean, I think she was a great choice to sing her part. And I mean, I I thought she sounded really good in on top of the that bluesy sound that uh, you were describing. Um, she brings kind of like that similar because like Get Up is a very it's more like R&B-ish but uh, I love that sensibility uh, married also with this uh, style and I just it was so great to hear everyone's voices like next to each other and yeah it's it's such a cool song Um, reminded me too of some Sunmi tracks like, mm-hmm. um i guess what the flower and oh, that's yeah, yeah. the one that's yeah. the, <laughs> that's the yeah. song yeah yeah so, yeah i think with these um the features on this are like hearing hayan on a song that's clear like n- not like any new gene song at all was was pleasant hearing um uh and then, like, seeing what she can do vocally that fits, too, that it's still very much like, yeah, you mentioned, it's, um, she does some stuff similarly with uh, what she sings in Get Up, especially as she starts the verse. But then, as it goes on, she gets a little stronger with, like, her chest voice, which is nice. Um, and it seems like they didn't, like, really overproduce it, too. Like, I could hear some, like, um, it doesn't sound like it was super pitch corrected which is really nice like it sounded uh, a little bit rawer than what you would hear in k-pop um especially leading into uh i like joe and son's part in this song a lot like her voice has like even more like a rawness to it that is such a distinct contrast to both ayu and hayans that uh it like i don't want to say it shows her age so much as it is like it shows um sort of uh like uh a little bit of a maturity and like how long she's been doing this since like like late 90s i believe like she's been around since the 90s singing in korea um so hearing uh hearing her distinct style in this was like such uh another like again beautiful way of expressing the different generational talent in korea uh korean female vocals but also in uh just like what what the song represents yeah and i like how you could just i don't know i wonder okay i, I wonder who, like who what their stature sort of is like these other singers i feel like mm. <clears throat> Patty Kim's probably uh, like just really highly regarded. She's just right. been in in the industry for a long time, and then, but I am I'm less familiar with uh, Joan Sun, so I would be curious to just know like, do people like know her voice when they hear it? Because I feel like it's very distinct, mm-hmm. and um, if I knew more who she was i i probably would have gotten even more excited just knowing uh what i like the expectation of how the the voices would fit together so i would be curious just like where they are um mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I know. I've so. heard Joe Winston's <clears throat> name before. Uh, I don't know what in what context, like what song specifically, but I know I've heard it. I'm sure I've heard songs somewhere, but I can't like name them off the top. But mm. yeah, I like what I would. What I'm gonna assume, which uh, she's probably like beloved by other like vocalists, is what I I feel. Um, sort of similarly to how like every K-pop vocalist I feel like looks up to IU ever since her debut. Like everyone's looked up to her. I feel like there might be a similar sense of that where it's probably like a very vocal, prominent music, uh, singer when it comes to popularity. But overall, like I'm not sure. Like I actually I yeah. don't know to that extent, but that's what I could at least um, pull from what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, okay. And then we do hear at the end the the special narration from uh, Patty Kim. Um, I did you happen to see what uh, that translates to oh, or what that means? Okay. I. I'm going to try to pull it up right now. Uh, okay. Well, it, it's pretty brief. Uh, I, I just pulled up the Genius English translation, and it says that outro Patty Kim says, Here I have an old tale known by everyone and no one at the same time. Her name is... So... And I mean, I I just like the way she sounded anyway on mm-hmm. on the song, and uh, just still with the song ending, um, it's a really cool sounding atro, and her her voice also has a maturity, so uh, it, it's it's a really cool way to end it. Um, yeah, we just would love to like have that immediate understanding but it still sounds great Mm -hmm. um yeah uh this song also has a video yeah Uh, also has a really good like yeah great video um yeah uh and i think this one maybe is even more closely tied to like what the song's about than, or I guess story. I feel like we see kind of mm-hmm. part elements of the, the song and the concept of the song in the video. It's less uh, abstract or anything. Yeah. Than less the abstract. That's, that, that exactly. Um, and it features, Oh my gosh, the, the actor's name. Oh, uh, I'm sure. Yes, uh, who was? Oh my, man! I was gonna prepare this, but um, <laughs> I never mind. Anyway, it's uh, it's a really well-made video. Again, um, a lot of these or these songs, these videos have had like text on the screen a lot. I, I feel like that's a common thing, but um, I was still trying to. I didn't immediately understand where their relationship was yet, but you could tell there was some, it wasn't like a linear um, Mm -hmm. timeline here. So uh, yeah, it was, I don't know. I love how well they have been able to fit these 
complex stories into um, the, the music video length uh, or slightly longer. Um, again, it, it's visually very striking to just look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it gave me a lot of like uh, like Hong Kong style films uh that sort of aesthetic like Wong Kar Wai and I'm just like it's so like from the uh color palettes to even some of like the uh visual angles of the shots and like there's uh, there might be some influence in there for that but yeah it's just so suitable for this like bluesy song that we were listening to with having some sort of story which yeah at first like when i was watching like i don't know what's going on i'm trying to pay attention but between the lyrics and then um uh and what's going on the screen i'm like there's a lot happening but um yeah but it's just so it's a stunning stunning music video yeah um and as we we touched on the uh narration earlier i think that the scene where that comes on, I think that that's a really cool just visual for um, that that part of the song. It's just like at the end with uh, the two kind of like, I don't know, they're just looking at each other. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what they've been doing for a lot of the video, but yeah. there, there's something... There's like an understanding at this section. Um, or maybe not an understanding. But uh, I don't know. It this was another great uh, short film of a video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why don't we uh, take a quick break uh, and then we'll get to the last two songs, uh, including probably one of the singles as well uh, uh, after the uh, the break. So we'll see you in a bit. Welcome back to the B-side. We have two more songs on the album to cover. Um, so we'll just get back into it with the song that came out about a month ago, I think. Uh, and it's Love Wins All. So yeah, we will talk about the video because it, it's a it's a great video, again. Um, but man, this song, like, there's something about an IU ballad for me. Like, she she's the one who I will listen to <laughs> her, her ballads, and I feel like this one was, uh, it like. 
it feels like it belongs within a story also. I, I was thinking it could be in like act two of a musical where it's, but it's like her solo and like, it's a it's a big moment um or like a disney movie uh it it has that kind of pull like emotional pull to it and uh and just like a big sound when it escalates and it rises into uh its peaks so i i think it it's ranged really well um i i thought that like the string and like the orchestration was really nice too, uh, especially in how, I guess like the dynamics and where they choose to swell and um, like become or fill out the sound. So um, it's I I don't know it's just hard not again hard not to appreciate uh, a song like this even though I rarely ever listen to or put on a song of this bpm so uh, <laughs> yeah um and this is the one that's in i feel like i always counted in six eight but mm-hmm. it might be in it could be three four i don't yeah. know um it will you, you're welcome to mention the last thing about it at the end oh, of course <laughs> but uh it does have uh, a, a nice, nice little key change yeah. at the end. Um, beautiful, beautiful. But key yeah, change. What, what, what did you, what did you think? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think a lot of my thoughts are the same as yours. Where, um, like, you can't an IU ballad is like uh, above and beyond like some of the best ballads you'll hear in K-pop. Um, but yeah, like the I like the the final chorus being that uh, key change that comes out of nothing apparently like essentially um which only uh, helps exude even more of the like sort of desperation i feel like this song has uh but like a hopeful desperation uh because essentially like one's like huge swelling love song uh, behind uh, this incredibly arranged symphonic like background it's it's just so well pieced together i mean it reminds me of the other i mean it's an iu ballad so of course like it brings me back to like my c and stuff like that it's uh just beautiful um i think for me though it's like especially with like a ballad like this you mentioned like it felt like it it feels like it would fit in a musical disney movie i think that's why for me i enjoy this song more watching it with the music video than i do listening to it as on its own uh because like yeah i don't really listen to this to ballads like this like a lot by myself um but uh but like if you match it with a visual especially a story that matches it like uh really well vibe wise or emotionally then like I'm just gonna want to watch that, like as it is, because that's where like the song and the visual for it are like feel like one and the same, and I think that's why this was smart and makes sense that this was like the, um, the pre-release single, uh, so that you could have that on its own and then you know put it on the album that's that's to come. Yeah, and okay, yeah, 
I don't know if I made any noises, but like I was, I, I had my uh, one half of my ear headphones off because I heard this loud like rumbling near me, <laughs> and it just, it's passed and it's gone. So I, I mean, I was looking out for some floating cube or something, but no, nothing <laughs> ever came. It, that but, like no, the rumbling is true, but um, let's see. Yeah, why don't we just jump in? <laughs> to yeah. that video mm-hmm. um yeah do you want to start off yeah uh like i remember like people were getting hyped up leading up to the music video being released because they're like uh i think it was announced that v from was, bts okay. was gonna uh be part of it but um and he has some acting chops already like he was in some dramas and he has beautiful look for uh, as yeah. a um as the leading like partner um but yeah, like what? It's like a stunning, it's such a stunning music video, and it's so beautiful. Where we talked about how vibrant and light everything was beforehand, like this is dark, um, which it, you know feeds into this po- post-apocalyptic world where these floating cubes, uh, seemingly uh, searching for almost like the uh, the Sentinels for X Men, except they're searching mm-hmm. for. Uh, <laughs> Like folks with disabilities, it seems like, because uh, I think I use de- like characters deaf. V's character is blind in one eye, so it's like these imperfections of uh, humankind, uh, quote unquote imperfections of humankind. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they find like this magical uh, camcorder that shows like a, their idealized perfect, or at least like seemingly perfect world that they can enjoy in what could be their last moments which is like so beautifully crushing <laughs> especially tied with the song and then as like the music video goes on it's like oh it's so hopeful but then visually you're like it's so heartbreaking um but it's it's like it's so beautiful like it's uh yeah. it's a movie in itself that it's just um so like yeah i mentioned i love watching it uh, because it's such a perfect visualization of this song. Yeah, it it made me think of like speculative fiction short stories. Like mm-hmm. th- it felt like an adaptation of like a story I I would really like. But um, there were I it, it was it was like that. Also like the well Nick Offerman episode of uh, of the uh last of us mm-hmm. um it just where it wasn't focused on the the thing that was like destroying but it was just about kind of the the humanity mm. uh but uh yeah i i had i loved that ending or like the that we saw that huge pile of clothes oh my god and then like you you know, like, or I always expect if I see something, it's gonna mean something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I had no kind of like guess I about what it was gonna be. And then at the oh man, uh, <laughs> but that ended like it was just it. It really made it. I think it just it's so well done. It, like complete. I don't know. It's just a complete like 
vision again. I, I, I feel like I'm describing these videos in all the same praise, yeah. but I, I feel maybe this, I think this was my favorite video mm. of them, of them all so far. Uh, I mean, uh, track four but yeah i think this was my favorite video <laughs> yeah. uh yeah i mean four music videos for a five track ep yeah yeah um, man uh, yeah. Uh, and just so the the ending too just it I, I, I use the word crushing so much already with this song but it is like from v like taking that pipe to hit the cube just for knots and then, like, Ayu covering these good eyes so he doesn't have to witness what's going to happen. It's so, like, it's, it's yeah, yeah. yeah, it's so, like, emotionally, like, driven. And, like, and that's when the, the key change hits, too. And yeah. it's just, like, all the swelling of emotion is, uh, like, it was very, very well done. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like I was looking at this video and I was, at first I was like, does this song, does this really fit? And then, mm. but then I was just immersed in it and then it didn't really like matter it, or it was, it was just starting to become like, this is the right visual for this song, mm -hmm. even how leak it starts um and and it appears for a lot of it uh so yeah it's just so so well done um yeah it's just and i love all the i love how there's always full credits yeah and everything just i i can then say like just appreciate all these people who yeah. worked on uh, these things. Um, I think even this one they included just like the all the credits for the music, and then just the people on the IUNV's teams individually. Uh, so it, it just there's a lot of work and a lot of thought that goes into this to make it as good as it is. Um, Man, ah, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. There's just it's so it's so good. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see if it makes uh, our top. Talking about we uh, <laughs> talking about golden tongs in February. I know. This is great. <laughs> That's right. Oh man. Um, okay, I don't have any more notes about uh love wins all so we can just go to the final song called i stan you <laughs> i think it's an okay song <laughs> um it if we're bringing if i'm always bringing up another solo female artist this one reminded me of some yunha songs mm, from yeah. uh, way back well not even some just that one password <laughs> <laughs> i do that thing oh, it's, where it's so good it's yeah, so good yeah um 
this one it's it's electric guitar is less uh quiet or <laughs> restrained than we had previously heard um so it's it's very um like pop um probably like the poppiest of them all i i i would guess that this is kind of a maybe like a fan song it makes me kind of think of that mm-hmm. um my favorite parts was uh when she would list off different genres <laughs> like uh ballad disco hip hop um and then later on country classic lo-fi yeah. <laughs> so i i enjoyed I think, that a I lot think during the country classic lo-fi too like they switch in a trap beat as she's singing that too which is cool um yeah um other like i thought it was okay uh it was very if it also was like uh in maybe not like a movie or a play but more like a drama episode you'll mm. you'll hear this come in during a moment a nice moment um but not not my favorite uh of the album but enjoyable yeah i think i feel the same way it's definitely like not my favorite it's not as like like auditorily interesting as the other tracks have been um, but still, play- it's like a very direct pop song, as you said. It's, so it means it's like an enjoyable to listen to from a, a melodic standpoint. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in the production, which is wild. Like the bridge, there's so many sounds. <laughs> but yeah, just a very like eclectic pop song in that way. But like it kind of made me feel like it felt very like Disney Channel to me. Like, uh, like it could be like the best song from a high school musical or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot of notes on this, but you know, I think if anything, if there's anything I'm taking away from it, it's just stunning how and like incredible how the meaning of the word to stand yeah. has evolved over like the past 25 years. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like the meaning of what Stan was when it when Eminem contrived it has been <laughs> yeah. has slowly getting stripped away. <laughs> Just oh yeah, I like this. I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I'd buy their CD. I stand them. <laughs> yeah, <I'll be. laughs> so, yeah. No longer means I'm gonna write obsessive letters to this person and yeah. be violence. No, no more. No, I, I, I admit it. I, yeah. <laughs> I will. I said, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and also no longer does it mean I will drive to Temecula to fight you over this NBA player. <laughs> Cause I feel like that's hmm. where it evolved <laughs> after <laughs> on Twitter and stuff. But yeah. Um, um, yeah. It does feel like a fan song though, but like, I like, it's cool that it's in the perspective of like a fan to sort of an artist because it's sort of like, yeah, this is, this is part, this may be the per- perspective that IU sees as like a mm. K pop singer. And like, this is how people like talk about you in a sense. Uh, and now she's singing about it. Um, but also inversely, it's like maybe a thank you to her fans saying like, oh, the way you are a fan of me, I'm also a fan of you, which um, is really interesting. Yeah, I I like that. And that just reminded me of one of her roles in a drama where she played an idol mm-hmm. and she like I don't know if she, I don't remember which one. I talk about Dream uh, High. 
No, no, it was a different one. Okay. It was later. She played someone. Um, this drama was mostly about like an NBC type of channel or like a TV mm. station. And then, well, I she played an idol and then she like went undercover and went to one of the anti fan meetups for her um so yeah i guess she i don't know she's had she thinks about she probably has had many thoughts about uh celebrity and and Mm -hmm. and she herself i think has expressed uh being a fan of many artists too so uh yeah uh so yeah interesting a take on that um but that that was the closer. It, it's it's a pleasant song to yeah. cap off the album. Um, so why don't we now try to try decide it. what each other's favorites are, and I guess Chuck's as well. We, <laughs> Chuck is is a big IU fan yeah. too. Um, I think I will guess first and just say mm, <laughs> I think both of you would like shh, so that's my guess Ooh. for both of you okay uh, I'll guess shh for you um, I was gonna guess shopper for Chuck I think mm-hmm. Chuck's a sucker for that stuff uh, but I can see it for sure but yeah okay. I guess, and we won't know Chuck's gonna find out yeah. anyway so um well it mine was shh so yeah yeah. (laughs) pretty pretty clear i or like in my mind yeah yeah yeah. for me i think my favorite ended up being holshi out of all of them yeah um though like the first three songs like i love all of them very much so yeah it's hard to choose but i think after like the we actually had a week to listen to this, but um, it, I did not use the whole week to listen. I didn't either. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Hoshi stuck out as like maybe the biggest surprise, and I th- I liked mm. that a lot. So yeah, yeah. And we we spend our weeks uh, listening to other things sometimes. So we have uh, yeah, to, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Yeah, Hoshi was it was between the Hoshi and. Uh, mm-hmm so but yeah those first three really good yeah uh okay yeah let's now just do our last call uh if you have any final thoughts about the album um i can go first uh really i think i i think i've said most of like my my thoughts about this album throughout um i think it is uh almost exceptional in its concept uh and de- what it delivers both musically and visually um i just it, not a lot has done that uh with the exception of my favorite album from last <laughs> year <laughs> but um i this i i would say the videos maybe even uh surpassed that a little bit Ooh. for this uh, <laughs> album um but I, I i think overall it's a it's a great 
mini album. I'm always curious about these uh, singers and artists who, at this point in their career, like, what do they want to do? And clearly, she's been doing a little more acting, but she she still wants to be a music, or she's still a musician and, and wants to release music. And like, uh, I. I just think it's a, a good album that's I don't know uh, I would like to see maybe a few more songs every now and then from her but th- yeah you said earlier she has like nothing to prove like le- nothing to prove really at at this point um, so I mean I, I'm not yeah I really feel like I'm not asking <laughs> for anything I just I will just hear it, be here and listen to it and be excited. Uh, yeah, nothing more complex than that about this album. So it, it's good. Yeah, I think my thoughts might be just as concise. Like for only being like five tracks long, this feels like a, like a fully complete release. Um, yeah. And it, I think that does help having uh, all those music videos to help tie everything together as well. Because then it makes it feel as much as a visual medium as it is uh, an audio one, um, even more so than usual K-pop because, I mean, yeah, you don't have to worry about dances in this one, but it's like, it's just, yeah, they're all, each one is like its own very own A24 film. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, I wonder if uh, part of that is like a testament to not only IU's career, this is her first release in her 30s. And I feel like that's something she's been making a big deal out of uh, ever since like Lilac and uh, her documentary, like, you know, like made, making a big deal, closing out her 20s. And then now she's finally in her 30s doing music there. And it feels like um, at, at least based off of the interview video that's on her channel, like, um, you know, uh she it seems like she really enjoys and loves being in her 30s and wants like the 30s to continue on as much as possible um and maybe you know there is a little bit of that weight where it's like she's still young but maybe it's not like there isn't a a consideration of 30s being like your youth anymore um so now it's like she is creating uh music that is uh a little bit more for her sake even though i feel it feels like she's been doing that ever since she's been writing music but um yeah there's a different a a different level of maturity that comes to creating music now and um at that age and um yeah i think i think she's in a really good part of her career too where it's like i don't feel like there's a need to release so often uh like we it seems like we see two to three releases per group or idol each year if you want to stay afloat and popular um but i mean yeah i use just like such uh like such a figure in k-pop vocals that um like yeah she'll release it when she's she'll release music when she's ready and because you know it's gonna be exceptional (laughs) each time she does so yeah um though yeah i don't want to wait another two three years but um yeah it's like you know it's gonna be um it's gonna be really great in the ways that iu is great so yeah yeah well said and uh i'll just say i think 
if we Ayu, if you wanted to invite us to a concert, that would be fine. That would be great. Yeah. I know you've invited some other people out there <laughs> uh, who have who are fans of yours. So yeah, I don't know. I I think I'll be free. Um, I'll but, make yeah, myself just, free. If you... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> just uh, get in touch. And uh, how how can you get in touch? Well. Uh, you can follow us on our socials. We have posted right. <laughs> so uh, a story on on Instagram. Um, that's probably where you can you should just follow us, yeah. and you can email us at allyoucaneat at gmail um, Please don't forget to uh, rate us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, yeah, for Alan, Mark, Chuck, and I, it has been our pleasure being your leaders. So long, stay safe, and we'll see you next feast. See ya. See ya. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs>